What's up, y'all? It is your girl, Sarah from Sarah Styles here. I am going live today with Jack and Ryan and Becky. Um, we are going to be talking about different pricing strategies and sales strategies, how to encourage people to do sales. If you are new to my channel, I am a reseller on various different platforms, and I also do data analytics for the reseller. I just released a analytical video this weekend about how sales for resellers, how the pandemic is being affected by that. And then I also sell two analytical dashboards for resellers to help you look at your data and decide how to, what to do with your business and how to work smarter and not harder. So links for all of that is down below as well as everybody else's on the chat today's link as well. So let me introduce our, um, my guests. We have flipped, I'm going to get the names messed up because they have, this is only Jack's YouTube channel, but they both have Instagram and they do YouTube together on his. Yeah. So Jack and Ryan are here and those are their Instagram handles. And then Becky Park Poshmark is her name on Instagram and Utah, YouTube. And I believe her closet and everything as well. Um, so Jack is, you know what? I'm going to have you guys introduce yourselves. <laughs> So I'm gonna get I'm gonna get you guys mixed up because your names are actually the other side of where you are. So under you, Jack, it says Ryan. Oh, it is. Oh, oh my god, you're messing oh, up god. even more now. <laughs> <laughs> so I apologize, but um, they are engaged. They resell together. Jack is an account uh, has a degree in accounting, but yeah. reseller, and Ryan is an artist and a preserved pre-service teacher i don't know what that is what um, is a pre-service teacher is essentially just like i haven't gotten my teaching license yet so i'm from oh. college, like to get the teaching license oh okay yeah. i went to school to be a teacher but we didn't call it that so that's i was like that's like, a you, like thing. i don't know <laughs> yeah um and speaking of teachers becky is actually a choir high school choir teacher she has two little kids yeah. at home and then does reselling as a side gig. Um, so welcome you guys. I'm gonna check in with the chat really quick and then I will let you guys, anything else that I forgot and then we'll get started. Um, Daniela, oh, hello, Daniela. Oh, you guys are so good. I was like, oh, Jack's here, but you're- yeah. <laughs> if I, were to, I, I can't do the multitasking for, for sure millennials where you can, you're good at this. I'm so, I'm so <laughs> here. Um, Deborah, funny, I just finished watching Becky's newest video. Becky has- a Thanks, Deborah. Um, Daniela, Daniela, there she is. If you guys don't know, know Daniela, she has a Thrifters Villa podcast, um, an amazing podcast that she does with Lori's Boston Finds. She made a big announcement today that I haven't listened to yet. So if you guys know the announcement and you want to spill the beans, <laughs> I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. So, all right. Welcome, everybody. Um, I'm kind of all over the place. Like I said, we're moving, and so my brain is all over the place. Oh, geez. Ryan, why don't you get us started? Tell us a little bit about your name, um, your business name, and how you got into reselling. Okay, so my business name is the evolution of many poorly chosen usernames. Um, when I started, I was a hanger, so I had a like blank hanger username. I was like, okay, you know, that's copying a very prevalent bigger reseller, and I was like, I think the point of this is to be very individual and to kind of like create a brand that speaks for myself. So I decided to go with Ryan's Thrift Finds because it's, you know, short, sweet, and to the point. Yeah. And it says exactly what you do. Like. Yeah, exactly. It was like, it's original to me. You know, there's probably other thrift finders out there, but I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm the Ryan. I don't know. 
All right, Jack, if you want to tell it, go through and tell us the same thing, a little bit about your name and how you got into resale. So my name came from, well, I had, I like, a year and a half ago, I started the YouTube where I was just making like thrifting and hauls and stuff videos. Mm -hmm. And I knew there was like a bigger community on Instagram of resellers too. And I just wanted to make an account to like go with it so I could post a new video or just share pictures of stuff. And so literally I just had to come up with like some random name. And at first it was flipped thrift, but it was spelled different. It was F-L-I-P-P-D-T thrift. And oh, yeah. that goes off of, there's like this joke online where people say period and it's spelt with like DT <laughs> at the end. And I just was trying to be like funny and do it that way. And then kind of as it grew more popular, I was like, I should do one that people like can say and people will be able to spell it if it's said to That's them. That's grammatically correct. Yeah. And so I changed it. to. As old people understand the reference, because I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, I don't really get it exactly, but it's just some online joke. I don't know. Um, and so, yeah, then I changed it to flip thrift. And then like last summer I changed my posh to flip thrift also. And it's kind of like my mm -hmm. brand now. I know I could do it on that. It's very to have. Oh, go ahead, Becky. I was, would you ever change your YouTube channel name too to, but then I guess it doesn't encompass the two of you, which is Yeah, but I get kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, cause I mean, it's still kind of technically is almost me, not Ryan. Cause it's just called Jack Valentine. But like mm -hmm. we've considered like changing it to something more us, but people really know us by like the Jack Valentine YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. So again, mm -hmm. it's just kind of like a brand that we don't really want to like. Yeah, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Kind of mm -hmm. yeah. It's hard to like rebrand everything again. I am not yeah. in love with my logo, but it's like there forever. Cause I don't like yeah. redoing it. Yeah. Yeah. I just redid my logo. I didn't actually have like a set, like, you know, like logo or like emblem or whatever. And it was over the summer and I was like, why don't I do that? You know, like I have a tablet and I'm an art student. Why don't I? Yeah, right. Yeah, no, it was so much fun. I loved it. <laughs> All right, Becky. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yours is fairly self-explanatory, but tell us about why yeah. you buy if there's a reason, um, and kind of well, you guys need to get into how you resell. So we'll flip back around because I like that okay. story too. So Becky, how'd you come up with your name? Um, I I feel like I've gone well, so I have like a personal Instagram and then I like got really into like planning. There's like a whole planner community, and I like had my own like mommy blog type things, and I'm like I always come up with really horrible Instagram <laughs> names and handles that I'm just like, why did I do that? You know? And so I honestly started like my Instagram first on a whim just because I was following so many resellers and I didn't want to like really put that stuff on my, um, sorry, my echoey. Let me turn myself down. Hold on. But, um, I didn't want to like mix and mix. I didn't want to, you know, have my personal life and my like all together. So just on a whim, I just said back on Poshmark because at the time I was only selling Poshmark and I didn't really like think much of it. And then when I started my YouTube channel, like the name was available for some reason. <laughs> and so I just like stuck with it. And then, I don't know. And people are like, it has a really good ring to it. But now like I don't only sell on Poshmark. So yeah. part of mm -hmm. me like wants to drop the on Poshmark part of the handle, but I'm fairly certain. Like I know there's like a pretty well-known swimmer named Becky Park. <laughs> and, oh, like, really? <laughs> I don't know. Like I'm kind of like, well, I don't well, maybe it's really Google, Google Girl Bowl. Is that a word? <gasps> Google up Becky. Come on, you gotta get out there. <laughs> I know. So I, I I wonder like who would come up first now. I should. I should try Googling it. But I remember back in the day when I would Google my name because I'm narcissistic like that, I guess. Like, oh, like, everybody. It's such a fun pastime to just Google yeah. yourself and see who comes up and like yes. oh, I could be this person, but I'm sorry. I could yeah. be this one, this, but I'm not. 
but it was, it was always a swimmer. So Becky, if you want to tell us how you got into thrifting and then, or reselling. Yeah. And then we'll get back to Jack and Ryan. Um, so I think I started like three years ago and it was just because I had all this stuff that, you know, between my husband and I, we wanted to get rid of. And I had gone to Play-Dohs before and they were going to give me like 45 cents for like brand new J Crew pants or, you know, and I was just like, or they'd be like, your stuff is too mature for us. And I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't okay. But like, so I was like, you know, there has to be a better way. And I mean, we have taken stuff to Goodwill and stuff too, obviously, but I was like, this stuff is pretty good. Some of it was like new with tags. And so I literally just Googled like, what can I do with clothes online, especially to make money off of it. And Poshmark was probably one of the first things that came up. And so I just kind of tried it on a whim. And I think I listed like, I don't know, like 10 things maybe in a matter of like a few days. And then I sold a pair of my husband's Toms. That was like the first thing that sold. And instantly I was hooked. I was like, this is so cool. So, uh, <laughs> and like in the meantime, I feel like I wanted to like understand how to make more sales. So I went deep down the rabbit hole of watching like YouTube videos and Instagramming it and all that kind of stuff. I think the first person I saw on YouTube was Le Leah Kirchinger or Leah. I don't know how you say her. First oh, name. Yeah. yeah. That was like the first person who I saw. And I was like, she does this for a living. Like, she, she like puts food on the table doing this. So I started there and then I haven't really looked back. Yeah. I think that I feel like there's a crack component to Poshmark because most mm -hmm. people's story starts. I got a sale. Somehow they get you a sale in like that first day or two. And yeah. then uh, yeah. 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 All right. Jack and Ryan, what is your guys' story? How did you guys get into reselling? Okay, so I I'm someone who has always liked upgrading my electronics. And so one day I was looking to buy a new upgraded iPad online and I found one on eBay. And when I was looking, I noticed that like tons of iPads and stuff were like super, like the price was way like lower than it could, they could have made. Like there's a big margin that could have, if I bought them, I could resell them and make more. And so I ordered like three iPads and then on Facebook Marketplace, <laughs> within like a day, I sold the two that I weren't, I wasn't keeping. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is fun. And so I used that money to go buy more and then I resold them. And I was like going through that and Ryan was already on Posh. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh yeah, that looks all fun and stuff. But you have this big wad of cash and it looks kind of sketchy. <laughs> it looks really and I did this thing called Poshmark where mm -hmm. you just go to the thrift store and you buy stuff and you flip that to make money and you can mm -hmm. do it online and it goes right into your bank and stuff. And so he talked to me into going on to Poshmark and I'd always liked fashion and clothing anyways. And so it clicked right away. And then. So do you still do electronics or are you kind of over? No, I can't like right when I got on Posh, I like stopped doing that. Yeah. It, was, it was like a lot of like weird cash flow. Like it was like, <laughs> use my credit card to buy iPads and then it ends up in a sale that gets me cash and I had to keep like depositing it. And like it was. Yeah, we kept it in a chest in the apartment. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, Ryan, how did you get into it? Okay, so I started reselling when I was like, Technically, I think 14 or 15, I worked at a Plato's closet. I was a buyer. So I was like the teenager who like, you know, when you bring in your like clothes basket of stuff, I was like, hey, we can't take any of this because it's too mature. Or there's like, I <laughs> it was it. you. Yeah, yeah, that was me. You were giving me 45 cents. And it got to a point when I was probably about like 16, I think. And I was like, hey, you know, I have this like massive, like just wealth of knowledge about like brands and condition and how to look for all this, not and the other. 
So I was like, why don't I just do this for myself? And the store that I worked at um, in specific, every, I think at the end of every season, we had like the big like 90% off clearance. So I rated, you know, everything I got. I remember Miss Me Jeans was, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to make so much money on these. Um, <laughs> so I remember I listed it on Poshmark and I sold all of it in like two or three weeks. And I was like, the, again, <laughs> referencing back to the crack part of it, I was like, okay, how can I do this without buying everything from work all the time before they get sketched out? <laughs> so I remember I found um, Savannah, I found Street Savvy. And she was like, I go to Goodwill. And I was like, Goodwill, that's like the homeless person stores. The heck is the <laughs> like, I found Patagonia, I found free people, I found all this stuff. I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to try that. Um, and I've been going to Goodwill ever since. <laughs> but you have some amazing Goodwills and like amazing bins. In Minnesota. I hooked him up with that. So I will like, say, I'll in Minnesota, <laughs> they're so good. In the part of Des Moines that I'm from, it's a little bit more you know, affluent than the rest of Iowa. So it's like a Still definite, a it's level, a definite step up, but it's definitely not as good as what we yeah. can talk about in the Twin Cities. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. All right, let's. Becky, did I ask you? Yeah, I remember. Okay. I was the one that tried selling stuff. To oh, yeah, the the right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it all came around. I'm sorry. No, it, no, you're fine. We're closing on a house in five days. It's chaos. Sorry, it's okay. Yeah, and kids at home and everything. Okay, so let's get into the topic on hand. Um, I want to talk kind of about pricing strategies, how to encourage sales. And this came up because Becky Park actually has an amazing closet clear out strategy. I have had multiple people reference it on my channel talking about it. So definitely check out her video on that and we'll get into her strategy specifically. But I kind of want to talk about starting from the beginning. How do you you find an item? How do you look up comps and how do you price it? Um, a lot of people have different strategies on that. So we'll kind of just go around in a circle, but we can chat back and forth um, as things come up so if you guys uh ryan and jack want to start if you find an item how are you do you look, some people don't even look up comps you look up comps and then how do you decide how to price it um i very like rarely use comps actually i use mm -hmm. comps only when it's some like a new brand to me that i'm not very comfortable with yeah or maybe if it's like if i think it has potential to be like rare like if it's some anthropology piece it just seems like crazy cool mm -hmm. and i'm like hmm, i wonder if this has like a lot more value than a different one would yeah. or if it's like super high-end i'll look up comps but yeah for the most part i'm like not a big comps user i kind of have like a rolodex of prices in my head of like normal anthro prices normal free mm -hmm. people prices for my own closet um, I kind of reference that back to my time at the Plato's Closet. Um, so every like brand and every category in that brand had a specific price, and that's kind of like mentally just what I've you know kind of carried on in my business. Um, so kind of like what Jack said, it's definitely like if it's a free people like short sleeve, for example. If it's more interesting, it's a few bucks more. If it's kind of basic, it's a few bucks less off of like a general. I try to stick for that example like about thirty dollars. Yeah. Um, for just like a free people short sleeve. But I feel like it's definitely like if I think something is like really interesting looking or if it's really cool, um, I'll definitely like Google it. But for the most part, it's kind of like I have like a general idea when I find it um, about what I would price it at. And I always feel like <laughs> if you if you really rely on comps, you can find like anthro selling for like nine bucks. Yeah, you like sold anthro yeah. for like nine, and like I would never <laughs> like, definitely would never get into that rabbit hole of like Karen cleaning out her closet and selling yeah. all her stuff for nothing, and you're like. 
I found all this good stuff and it's worth nothing. Awesome. <laughs> when like, yeah. it's <laughs> well, and that's, I think, especially on Posh too. And as more people are reselling too, I think other platforms mm. look at that way with people staying home now. But it, yeah, if you rely heavily on comps, but this is someone who's not sharing their closet all the time or they're not doing this all the time or they're not. Not the best pick for like Yeah. It's definitely not like as a professional setup as somebody who like does this for a living. Yeah. Kind yeah. of thing. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh Becky, what's your take on comps? What do you do? Um, I think like generally speaking, you know, it kind of sounds like Jack and Ryan, like they come across certain things like pretty often. And I think it's the same for me. I mean, mm -hmm. my it's like a step down or two for me because it's like <laughs> much more like you know, it's like a lot of banana republic or but it's oh, but, yeah, Oh, it's, no, it's good. But, you know, because I find these things pretty often or like I get a lot of stuff for free from people in my life. But again, like everyone's kind of shopping at the same kind of places because that's what's available to us here. And um, so I have a general idea for most things. And, you know, I kind of categorize them like, OK, these are men's like chinos and it's, you know, one of these three brands. It's probably safe to price it here. And I can kind of expect yeah. this. Um, and I think I definitely am someone who prices maybe like a little bit on the higher end for some things. And I'm like, okay, waiting for the right buyer. And I'm also okay, like, um, you know, taking offers and stuff, because I feel like too, most people are not going to pay you full price, even if you have it priced re really reasonably, they're still going to try to like offer yeah. something rather than buy at the price, because they see that offer button. So I definitely do tend to price a little bit higher than what I'm expecting to get for it. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, I will run comps on things when you know just like what jack and ryan said like if i don't know something that well or if i'm not very familiar with it and like i still get really excited when i find anthropology just because we don't find it a lot here so like every anthropology <laughs> i cannot move anthropology to save my life i like have given up on it i'm like the only reason really? i don't like anthropology it's like my favorite brand. the <laughs> only two brands i, I sell the most are anthropology and food yeah ryan's like yeah, the brand people I mean. all the time <laughs> Those are the two I don't like. I don't use um, stock photos though. And I think that might kill me because my photos compared to everyone else's photos who are using stock photos, yeah. I think it makes mine come down a little bit. Um, that's not what we're talking about here, but I think everybody, <laughs> I, every reseller you talk to is like anthropology. And I'm like, yeah. eh, it's not really that for me. Um, but something different works for everybody else. Um, I'm going to ask people in the chat as well, what do you guys do for comps? Because not everybody has as much knowledge and experience as um, Jack and Ryan and Becky. Um, I, I've i only been reselling about a year and a half, so I'm slowly starting to get more reselling knowledge. I did upcycle before, so I have you know other types of knowledge. Um, but as far as brand knowledge, I still look up comps. Also, too, to just gut check me, because sometimes I feel like the comps are going down a little bit like things a year ago are worth less than they are now. So kind of just to keep an eye on what the market's doing, even if it's a brand yeah. that I'm familiar with, mm -hmm. um, especially like if it's something that's been sitting for a while, I'm like, okay, what's going on here? Like, um, yeah. so Michelle is asking, do you ever use a percentage by what the retail price is? Meaning, you know, 40% off of the retail price. Um, that's that's actually interesting. I just brought this up to Ryan like a week or two ago. I was looking just at kind of some of my solds and what I list stuff at. And it seems like I usually actually price things almost half of retail and then end up selling them for like a fourth to a third of retail, almost like across yeah. the board. No, that's like, pretty it's like consistent always like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, but I think there are some exceptions to that. Like some brands are really expensive oh, yeah. retail and There's they just will not, value. you know, you can't really resell it for that much. So like, yeah. oh, yeah. Stuff, like 
BCBG Max Azria or oh, like, yeah. like <laughs> that stuff is so expensive retail. I know. It's, but like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, but you have to sell it for like twelve dollars. So yeah. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. I actually sell some of their dresses for a lot, like sixty to ninety dollars. I have seen there are some people yeah. who can. I Mm -hmm. I can't. I, I can sell BCBG. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Um, so, yeah, I think a lot of the time you can, like you said, like it almost does kind of seem like it is a certain percentage off of retail, but mm -hmm. you just have to kind of know too. Like, I think some brands you can get away with pricing way higher, though, you know, than even yeah. 50%. There's some you can even sell like near retail. Like mm -hmm. Lulu's dresses used to be like that. It's oh, not anymore. But like when, um, like a year ago, you could sell them for about retail. Yeah, I know Gymshark. If you can find yeah. the trendier stuff, you can sell that next to retail, if not more. Wait, say the um, brand again. Gymshark. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, this little like <laughs> shark dude. Um, I know. I just recently listed well today. Um, it's like a Kate Spade wallet with Miss Piggy on it, of all things. So I think like those like really niche kind of rare items that yeah, are, like, those are that cater to like a really you know devout market are those kinds of things that really 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 hold their resale value. Yeah, yeah. and I think to your guys' point too, each brand probably has a certain percent, unless it's something rare like Kate Spade. Normally you can't sell. No, not, no, not, no, 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 usually not. But a niche like that. But I think probably like anthropology in general, you can sell for like forty percent. But then yeah. other brands. Yeah are generally mm -hmm. like what tina turk is that how you say it? her stuff is so expensive mm -hmm. and i can just not like it's like no i can't give away either i can never no. i know i've sold some stuff but it does not sound like this is so expensive why is it not selling yeah. so i don't think there's a general rule um on that as well so daniela is saying the market can get very skewed which is why comps can be all over the place definitely uh, mm -hmm. uh, i typically look up comps for most items i'm changing my strategy to get above a certain profit for each item um mm -hmm. which is an interesting strategy to do as well i think as long as you are on all the time and active you can probably get close to what i mean you can't be ridiculous like <laughs> no, no, you can't. Right. Be, you so know, a couple of bucks above other people's if you're yeah. active mm -hmm. is probably reasonable mm -hmm. um Oh, Daniela saying Trina Turk bathing suits. That's about it. I have heard her swimwear does really good. I've never found any of her, you know, current yeah. swimwear. I found her like old nasty stuff. But <laughs> like, the dresses and like the clothing, I can't move, period. But I have seen her like one piece bathing suits, especially. I've seen someone today sold one for I think like 50 to 60 bucks. Hmm. That's, that's good. So. Yeah. All right. Every dollar makes a difference with the bread and butter. That's true. Um, all right. So. Let's get into, uh, let's talk a little bit about Posh because you guys, well, I know Becky, you sell a lot on Posh. You guys sell on all platforms, but you do a lot on Posh. Um, and so do you include the original price on Poshmark or do you set it to zero and why or why not? Um, I feel like if it's kind of like going back to that case paid example, if it's something that I'm asking almost close to retail for, um, I typically put the... Um, original price is zero, but if it's something that I'm like not, you know, obviously going anywhere near retail, if it's kind of like that 50 to 40% off, I will put the retail so people can kind of like, if they're going to offer me, my mentality is like, I look at what the original retail price is. And then if the price isn't what I would want to pay for it, for what it's listed for, I will send an offer that I'm kind of comfortable with when compared to that original retail price. So I feel like that's just kind of how I like I, I it. And I know that's like a lot, but yeah, I would mm -hmm. say about 
five percent of my stuff i put the original price on mm -hmm. just to like let people know like the deal they're getting because yeah, some people might not exactly know it. what something's worth like say i do price an anthro top that is really pretty at like 45 mm -hmm. and someone just thinks i'm like why are you asking for yeah, that much if i show cool. that the original retail on this one mm -hmm. was 128 or something it might be more like they're less likely to be like why are you doing well, this that's, yeah that's pricing psychology the yeah oh, okay. <laughs> what about you I, I think I put the majority of my prices at zero, but that's <laughs> also because like, I don't really want to take the time to track down the actual price. Yeah. And then I know too, like sometimes I get really irritated because I'll be looking on Poshmark and I'll see, or not even looking, but just like what shows up in my feed mm -hmm. and I'll see what people are putting as the original price. And I'm like, Okay, it doesn't mean like guesstimate. It means like, yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> because some people are like, $99,000. I'm like, no, it wasn't. Yeah, I know. For I know. me, like, I don't really even like look at the original price anymore because I think I assume that people are like making it up. You know what I mean? But yeah, I yeah. will put it if like something's new with tags and like it says on the tag right there. Mm -hmm. Like I have the information in front of me. Mm -hmm. um, and also I feel like I generally, again, I don't have a lot of like the newest stuff or mm -hmm. so it's harder to like track down right. prices if it's right. like, you know, J. Crew 2016 or something, like it's a little bit mm -hmm. harder to figure out, well, what was that price at, you know, mm -hmm. like four years ago, whatever. So it's- $999. Yeah, yeah, not 99,000. <laughs> I've never understood why people do that. Yeah, some I people don't. like always do 999. Or they just do just... like one, two, three, four. And I was yes. like- Or one, yeah. one, 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 yeah. one, one. I've seen, I'm just kind of yeah. like, okay. Yeah. I just do. Well, I do 999 if it's vintage because like you can't track down an original price. For yeah, that. exactly. Um, and even if you did have an original price, it doesn't mean that's what the value is right now. Yeah, exactly. And I, all of the research that I've done and what I've read is if you do it at zero, it's like negative on the algorithm. But I don't know if that's true <laughs> at interesting. all. But people like a price drop. Mm -hmm. And so I have it like, I think I read it one time when I first started and I was like, never put it <laughs> And obviously it's not true because Becky, you sell stuff. So I, I sell some that. things, yeah. <laughs> like, so like, I'm, I'm gonna go back and be like, did I sell anything that had a zero? <laughs> <laughs> but I think some of it is pricing strategy. I think as resellers, we're on the app all the time and we forget that people aren't necessarily looking at it from our perspective. Mm -hmm. And so they get on and it is kind of a mental thing like oh my god look at this great deal um mm -hmm. i don't know that i don't get really low offers because of it though like, yeah, no. i still definitely oh, get no, I still do. yeah yeah you're definitely gonna get a couple of cheap skins <laughs> yes and i'm noticing are you guys noticing that you're getting less lower offers like this past month when all these things are going yeah i jack can speak to this but i feel like all of my sales that i've been getting have been like really reasonable offers or they've just been full price sales yes all your things in our last what sold saturday that was something we actually said is that we like i had like four or five full straight out purchases this week yeah so yeah. i don't know if it's new people joining the app mm -hmm. or really what it is and them not knowing that you can send offers but i've noticed that too like better offers and some straight up price yeah and like i've had some really like high price sales like i sold a dress for 125 dollars i really wasn't expecting to get that much for yes, yeah. just out of nowhere just a nice like i think i priced it at 115 she sent me $125. Yeah. Like, okay same this past week as well i think people are not as anxious as they were and maybe like either stimulus is coming in or the thought of stimulus yeah it's, i definitely had like 120 dollars per sell full price and i was like Whoa, I would have taken like 75 for that. Yeah, yeah, I know. Cool, thank mm -hmm. you.
Um, Becky, what are you noticing? I think I'm seeing both still. Like I did too, like in my last what sold, I think I had like three or four full price sales and I was like, oh, okay. And it was not like stuff people needed. Like one was like, you know, like a bodycon long sleeve dress. And I'm like, where are you going in this though? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, you know, like I could understand if it was like a bathrobe or something, but I was like, where are you going to wear this dress? Like, I was just very confused. Um, They're so looking to the future when we're not stuck. Yeah, like, we're I not guess, yeah. So, but then I also get some like pretty shameless offers, you know, and I'm like, yeah. okay, like this yeah. is what you're doing now, huh? But yeah. you can never fully escape those. No, <laughs> I really don't think you'll ever be able to. Yeah. No. Well, yeah, I've had, had this, past, this past week, I've had multiple exactly 50% off after, offers, like multiple that they're like doing the exact math for 50% off. I'm like, who is telling do this. Yeah, really. <laughs> Someone in the group out there is like telling you do 50% off. <laughs> um, so speaking of offers, let's kind of get into that. How do you guys, well, let me check in with the chat. Jacob does, oh, hey, Jacob does uh, zero as well with lower and bread and butter though. The difference isn't as impressive. Mm -hmm. That kind of makes sense. Um, Michelle saying, I have heard the same as Sarah because it is supposed to be negative because there is not a discount. I'm not sure it's true either. So if you don't, if you set it to zero, oh. it may not look. Um, no, uh, Jacob is saying, so you put the original price for everything. I'm considering giving that a shot. And I kind of one of the ones that make it up, but with ones that I know, like I know how much in general a J. Crew dress is going to cost or, you know, the brands that, you know, you can guess within a range mm -hmm. um, of how much they are. Uh, the Grumpy Thrifters is saying they had we had several full price sales this weekend. So that's all good news, right? For mm -hmm. it's um, until everyone realizes they lost their job. <laughs> Yeah. 30 percent uh, of america so you know uh, okay let's keep this on positive uh, <laughs> so speaking of offers and strategies let's talk um poshmark we can talk other platforms as well but as far as offers are you guys sending out offers um how do you encourage sales with using offers if you do we'll, we'll let becky go first but yes. i feel like we're dominating we're, we're jumping in. oh no you're fine um, I used to send out offers to likers on things that got likes every night before I went to bed. Um, and I've stepped away from that mainly because of time. Like, I feel like now by the time I hit my bed, I'm like out, you know, and I like fall asleep, <laughs> yeah. like the phone, you know, hitting my face. Cause, yes. <laughs> um, and then, and I don't know, like I wasn't really getting, I don't know. I'd get maybe like one or one sale a day sometimes doing that, but not even, I don't know. But, um, I feel like it's also changed with how Poshmark has been rolling out their promotions. Like there's literally like a closet clear out like every other day now. <laughs> and there's like, you know, so generally I will wait for a make a deals day to actually go through my closet and send out offers to likers on anything that's gotten likes in that past. Like, I don't know, maybe it's like a week or something, but like generally on those closet clear out days, what I'll do is like, I have my closet clear out method that I like to do. So I know a lot of people have a lot of luck where they just go through their closet. They drop a lot of prices. I don't really have time to do that. I feel like, like I have over 600 items, I think in my closet and I don't have time to like sit there and go through every item that I want to drop the prices on, drop, drop them and then revisit them later and raise them again. So for me, what I'll do is like, since the two days have passed since the last closet, <laughs> I will like go through all of my likes and I'll just message each person. I'll like create a bundle, put the item in the bundle and I'll message each, each person and just tell them like, Hey, today's closet clear out. 
and I'm willing to drop the price to blank. And if I do that, like Poshmark will also discount your shipping. Are you interested? And what I have found too by doing that is there are a lot of people who are newer to the app who don't even know that that's a thing. So it's like by me kind of teaching them in that moment, like this is a thing, I'm gonna try to help you get this discount and I'm gonna drop the price then I do tend to make more sales that way. And then that way, like I'm not just going through and dropping prices either. Like I'm only yeah. going to drop the price. Yeah. I'm guaranteed a sale by doing that, you know? Oh, that's, that's good. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I've been doing. Again, I'm always like trying to be as efficient as possible because I just don't have that much time to devote to, you know, playing these games. Yeah. There's a lot that goes into it. Yeah. There okay. is. There is. And every once in a while, I will like send out likes on every single item in my closet. But I probably mm -hmm. do that like twice a year just because like that takes a lot of time. Oh my God. Like, day long. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that's kind of what I've been doing. All right. What are you guys doing, Jack and Ryan? How do you guys? My strategy has always been that I send out offers like mm -hmm. about 15 minutes after the like comes we in. Do have a very similar strategy because I think that people are at their peak interest then. Because say the person is like shopping around for this exact sweater or even like a gray anthropology sweater, mm -hmm. and they just liked yours, then you're giving them like so much more time to go find other ones, maybe yeah. price better. But if you jump in with that offer that seems so great because they just saw a higher price and now you're getting discount shipping and like a percent off, mm -hmm. they might be like inclined to buy it. And I just think, yeah, over time, someone could buy something that like takes the place of the item. They could just completely have lost interest in it. Yeah. So I just, I always send my offers out mm -hmm. pretty quickly. I do the same thing too, but I kind of like have this weird mix of like what Becky and what Jack do. Um, so if I notice somebody like likes multiple items in my closet, I'll go in and add those items to a bundle and say like, hey, like thanks for liking multiple items. Like if you want, I'll send you an offer. Feel free to ask any questions. I used to do this like really big like copy paste like lengthy spiel, and it was like nobody has time to read that. <laughs> well, and then it just looks nobody wants to read a book. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just like you know short sweet to the point. Send them an offer. Um, a lot of the time those like result in pretty high dollar sales. Like I make have made really you know high dollar bundle sales because of that method, which is amazing. Um, or somebody will say like, oh, I'm just interested in these two. Like, can you remove the third one and I'll purchase it? Yeah, awesome, perfect. So that's another one of my big um, pricing strategies. But I kind of like shoot for that like five to ten minute after the like as well. Um, or if I'm busy, I'll just like you know if I get you know twenty minutes, I'll just go through and like send offers that I've gotten in the past you yeah. know hour or two. Mm -hmm. I has no because I started doing the 10 to 15 minutes because when you like research everyone's like 10 to 15 minutes like that's your window mm -hmm. and I have I'm almost not doing them at all it takes so long yeah. <laughs> yeah. you're doing them every 10 to 15 minutes you don't realize it um but you know I'm home with kids and Becky's working you know full-time yeah. kids yeah. as well and even I was doing them once a night at night and falling asleep so then I started these past two weeks I've done them a Friday night because I'm like, oh, it's like payday and into the weekend, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and I've been doing that for a couple of months. In the past two weeks, I've gotten no bites. And I'm like, so I just spent an hour where I could have been doing something else. Like I could have been listing for an hour or something yeah. to get them. And I think my theory, um, you guys can tell me your thoughts on it, is Poshmark with so many offers or so many closet clearouts all the time and like throwing all of these price gouges in your face is people are like, meh, it's an offer. I'll get it in two days when... I want to actually buy it or like it's not anything special like it used to be um and it takes it's so time consuming so i'm kind of leaning towards not 
doing it. It, it definitely do does take more of that like constant attention to the mm -hmm. app. We really want to do it the way that we do it. Luckily, since like we don't really use eBay or Mercari like that much, we exactly. and like this is our like full time job. Mm -hmm. We can devote that attention to it. I still sometimes mm -hmm. will just forget for like eight hours, and then I just yeah. go through through my last eight hours and I like. <laughs> do them all but i still try to keep it in like the same day but you are right it's like when offers of likers first came out it was like crazy i remember how big of a deal that was i remember how many sales, sales i made that first week of offer to likers oh my gosh that was amazing. i remember like i didn't get it till like two weeks after everyone else had it. yeah i <laughs> know I we started sending out offers there. people were like please stop like they yeah. were so <laughs> of it. i was so mad yeah I was like, what is this? Yeah, it's still, I still view it as like a really, really good tool though. For mm -hmm. me, it like definitely does boost my sales it quite a bit, does. but it has lost a little it's bit. It's lost a little luster. bit of this punch. Yeah. yeah. I think too, you brought up a good point, um, Jack, when you were talking about like an anthropology, something that has a lot of traffic or a lot of competition, mm -hmm. probably doing that impulsive buy is going to be higher where a lot of my items are like higher priced, um, like I, I wouldn't say rare, but not necessarily like anther that you can find. Yeah. They can mm -hmm. find another one of them. Um, like if they're gonna spend a hundred dollars, people aren't impulsively spending a hundred dollars. They know they yeah. want that item. Exactly. Yes, and they will come after me or they will wait until payday to send yeah. an mm -hmm. offer or, you know, put it in their cart well it's not, yeah. you know to think about it so i think it does matter too on the inventory yes with my higher end stuff i definitely do not get many like offer to liker sales on oh them. yeah that's no. more it's people more offering to me mm -hmm. but yeah mm -hmm. so i guess yeah it wouldn't apply as well to yeah. the higher end or like rarer yeah. kind of stuff that does make sense and i feel like with the majority of my closet it's definitely like catered to like a younger market that has some expendable income and so yeah and i feel like <laughs> i'm an impulse shopper but like i think <laughs> a lot of the people that buy from me are too so it's kind of like i probably don't make as much money as i could on an item if i were to sit on it and like wait and you know be whatever um but I feel like the marketing to that impulse buyer, they may not, they may just be waiting for someone else to send it off. Yeah, they exactly. might not wait. They might forget about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, if they like the item, send the offer, sell it, ship it as quick as I can. And then, you know, that. Yeah. Before they say, can I cancel that? And you're yeah, like, oh, oh, I already oh, shipped oh, it. Sorry. Like, oh, you know, I dropped it in the mailbox already. I'm so sorry. Yeah. yeah. Luckily, no, we have no that's, that's so true because coming from someone who also shops on Poshmark, I think because I know how Poshmark works, I will like items that I want to purchase, but I'm that's my way of saying like balls in your court, honey. Like you do what you want. Send an offer. Are you gonna send me an offer? Are you gonna yes. and if I especially if I like multiple items, like sometimes I'll even like start the bundle and I'll be like, okay, you finish it. Like, you know, so it's yeah. that knowing that that's my psyche, I don't mm -hmm. act the same way as, you know what I mean? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But I think it's also oh, busy. I don't get the bite either <laughs> when I used to do that because I used to send offers yeah. like, mm -hmm. 10 minutes after and it just was a waste of my time. So, yeah. yeah, usually like, yeah, as a buyer, when I like something, I am looking to get that yeah. offer like you said. And so, yeah, usually mm -hmm. I will, even if it's one thing, I'll put it in a bundle uh -huh. to see if they'll offer me something. So, yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm a little bit more impatient. I'm just like, when are you going to accept my offer? <laughs> when are you going to accept it? <laughs> 
when am I gonna get my stuff? I did yeah. that like a few days ago. I yeah. found some closet that had a bunch of cute stuff in it and I added it all to a bundle and then sent out an offer and I was like, okay, when are you gonna ship it? <laughs> <laughs> it's been 32 seconds. Why? Yeah, I, know. Like, um, I ordered this in the last half hour. Why is it in my door yet? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's really funny cool. that you say that, Becky, because I shop uh, the opposite of it where I like think about things like really like I will heart it and then I will think about it and then I'll go to buy it and then stop and go think about it again. And so like people sending me offers, I completely ignore and I send yeah. an offer for what I'm willing to pay when I'm willing to pay. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. so I don't even pay attention, but I don't think I'm the norm. Usually when I'm looking at stuff to buy, I like only look at things that are like already an insanely good deal. Yeah, and so then when I like them, I do want that offer right away because like I already know it's a really good deal and I get nervous like, Somebody if else I don't is gonna get buy this, it. like uh, someone's gonna yeah. take it out from under me probably within like 24, 48 hours. So mm -hmm. like, I yeah. usually do want that offer. But, mm -hmm. yeah. See, and I don't shop a whole lot, so I can say. <laughs> most of the time it's like kids stuff that I'm like, okay, well there's like a gazillion gap pants out there for a size 13. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, although I am starting, we can talk about this a little bit. I am starting to look at sourcing online since we can't be out going places. Mm -hmm. So I've started looking at um, sourcing on Poshmark and I'm the person that I complain about because I lowball. I'm like, well, I want this. Yeah. I, I know. I feel bad. I've got yeah. a lowball or two in my day and I'm kind of ashamed to admit it. <laughs> I get scared to lowball because I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared that they're gonna like come after me, like on Instagram or. No, if you're a little bored one day, just lowball somebody with a bigger following. If you like, and like I don't know, like who watches my channel or who. I, I, like, know. I don't know, and that's why, like, I can't. Like, I I know, like, someone will screenshot that junk and like plaster it all over. Oh, I yeah. need to create a secret Poshmark account. Yeah, really. <laughs> I'm literally just thinking how many of my husband. Oh yeah. I need to be like one, two, three, four, A, B, C. You know what I mean? I know. <laughs> yeah. I need to make like a burner Poshmark account. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you said that, Becky, because I'm not as big as you guys yet, so I don't like think that way, and so I need to be cognizant of that and not have it. <laughs> but so here's the thing: I lowball because it happens with me too. I lowball, and if they accept it because they just want to get out of the closet, then we're both happy. And if they come back with a reasonable offer, half the time I'll do that as well. Mm -hmm. But if I can get a better deal, like, yeah. and if mm -hmm. I won't lowball, you can tell like resellers closets and you can tell someone who's like taking it yeah. from like I would never reball or lowball like you could tell it was a legit yeah that's closet. true too yeah I definitely it's, I'm much more cautious when it's like yeah. clearly someone that knows like what they're, what doing. they're doing and how much their items worth yeah but I have this was a funny story I remember one time this lady had it was like some free people stuff like this was like back in the day and I bundled them together and sent out like a five dollar offer and she For the entire bundle yeah, it was just like, it was like two things. It really wasn't like that much, but I was like, okay, like we'll see what happens. And she messaged me on my personal Instagram. I have no idea how she followed me. We must have like lived in the same city. And she was like, hey, like I'll sell them to you like in person or like I'll like send you like a PayPal invoice for them. Hmm. So like, uh, so you know, you got a big following. You could be like, Adam do a bundle and be like, hey, follow me on Instagram. Hi, like, I'm Becky. Let, yeah, could be like, let's work so out. awkward. <laughs> it was so uncomfortable. I was like, oh yeah. Like, have you subscribed yet? No, I don't know. No, and that's why like, I think that's why I do just like like the item because sometimes people will send you such a lower 
offer than like what you're expecting. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, that's kind of what they teach you about garage sailing too. Right. It's like, yeah. instead of like naming your price, it's kind of like, what were you thinking? Yeah. 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 Exactly. That's yeah. a game I play, but yeah, I don't know. And, and I'm just kind of a wimp in that sense too. <laughs> I think my husband is a lot like you, Sarah, like he's like, say four dollars and i'm like what is wrong with you i love that yeah he is like out to get the best deal he's right. like he'll research everything but like i i'm just too scared i'm just I'm well and i think me and my husband are the opposite because he's yeah. like i'm not gonna send an offer like i'm just gonna buy it and i was like what? no yeah never buy anything yeah product. exactly yeah so then he sent an offer and i'm like that's not even a legit offer yeah <laughs> Uh, but let's check in with the chat. I get so in um, in our conversation. Let's check in with the chat. Oh, Amber Resell is here. If you guys don't watch her channel, she is absolutely amazing. I love. She has a background in math as well, so that's probably why I like her. Um, she just did a video about four things Poshmark could improve. It was very well done and um, Ooh, very thought provoking um, and very tasteful. It wasn't like yeah. Um, let's see. Michelle says, I wonder how many people have secret posh accounts. Um, I'm kind of thinking about buying from my husband's now so people don't know. You guys brought up some valid points. Um, Jacob says, well, I think it helps when a content creator just says in their videos, I do lowball because it still gets varied opinions, but you can't say they didn't admit it first. Yeah. I lowball, but I am going to like think twice about it now because of you guys. I don't want to after me. Um, miscellaneous low balls as well not super low but i think about what i'm willing to pay for it and then i get a little bit lower than that then if they accept awesome or counter in the middle that works too and that's kind of my thought process because i most of the things i buy from a thrift store so i want like thrift store price i know i'm like why is this top 14 dollars when i can go to google and find it for four yeah right <laughs> except for we can't right now as part of i know the i know to keep the time um amber Oh yeah. So my husband says Sarah has to coach me on how to get deals. Yes. He is like the marketing, like all of the marketing stuff everywhere. He's like, Oh, I'm going to buy that. And all the like things that come up, um, Amber resells. I always like the items I want to buy, then wait until the next day to see if they will send me an offer. If not, I send them one. Mm -hmm. Um, grumpy thrifters, a make piles of yard sales, then low offers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I wonder how much low offers are coming in now too. Cause people are trying to source on Poshmark. Mm -hmm. That's my low offer I sent the other day as I was trying to get things to source. Um, mm -hmm. And she was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will say I'm always super paranoid about me saying like, hey, like sourcing on Poshmark is a great opportunity. And then like, because I've definitely done this before, people like stalking other people's accounts and in like love notes when you rate five stars or like, oh, who has cheap stuff or like who's selling all their stuff for like oh. nothing. So I'm always like, super paranoid about people like going into my Poshmark account and being like, and oh, like, you yeah, or be like, oh, where's he getting all this cheap stuff? Or like, who sold him That's this jacket for me? I'm like, that really pushes me into making like a burner Poshmark account. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is the lesson we have learned. It is. Yes. Um, that's a valid point. And I think we kind of talked about everything that I wanted to go over, but I do want to kind of talk about if you're willing to share um, some of your sourcing ideas right now, since we are kind of all in this, we can't be out thrifting right now. Um, or if you're not, like I'm not sourcing right now because we're moving. Um, yeah. I'm doing other things to try and encourage sales. If you guys have any tips for people out there um, while we're all in self-quarantine. 
Um, well, there's always like thread up. Yes, I've seen a lot a of people one. shopping thread up because mm -hmm. it, they can have really good prices. I've seen. Well, you can do Poshmark. Obviously, yes. it's good to kind of look at just in because you I can find like the new good the listings people, people like haven't snatched up yet. I will say we just posted a video um, earlier last week about tips Do's and stores on Poshmark. Yeah, <laughs> and um, the just in. So, like, obviously, take out your size in the filter. And then do the just in so you get like the full range of what's coming in in the brands that you're trying to look for. Mm -hmm. I would say is your like always your making a bundle bet. is a really good mm -hmm. way to do it too because you yeah. save that seven dollar shipping or you can kind of like break it up. Like I usually I don't over. really source unless it's a bundle from Posh unless obviously it was something really expensive mm -hmm. or nice. But yeah, yeah. 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 in the shipping, which yeah. I don't think everyone considers like you still have to pay the shipping. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, now your cost of good if you're sourcing online, shipping is your cost. Of I good. just saw that today. Somebody said her biggest tip was like look at shipping, especially um with like liquidation lots. I know those are like super popular right now. I was just like doing some like deep diving into some of them and like some of the shipping on those like you know bigger bundles is like forty to fifty dollars. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it definitely when you look at it over all of the items that you're getting, it definitely adds to your cost of goods. Yeah. So just like be mindful. <laughs> yeah. Be cautious. Mm -hmm. Becky, are you? What are you doing? You're working full time too now, right? Are you working? For yeah, I'm. Thank you, Becky. Which I mean, it's it's a lot less work than you know what I was doing earlier. I don't have like rehearsals and stuff like yeah. that. But mm -hmm. um, I mean, I have a lot of stuff at home. I have you know stuff from my death pile. I also have like all of my kids' clothes that you know they've outgrown, and so I'm definitely not um, in a position of like being short on inventory. But I also still have a lot of friends in the area who, you know, they have all this time on their hands. So they are cleaning out their closets mm -hmm. and they're reaching out to me saying like, Hey, like, do you want this stuff? Um, I'm like trying to offer them money for it. Cause I like feel bad. I mean, I just, I, I'm not really cut out That's to be like, nice. I don't know. And so, and then like in some of them too, it's like, especially if I know they're kind of like struggling, I'll be like, okay, well, like, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but I had like yesterday, I had a friend who dropped off like two bags of stuff and it was like good stuff. Like it was men's stuff. I like selling men's stuff a lot. And mm -hmm. he had like Patagonia, he had like Cole mm -hmm. shoes and I was like, oh, okay, like I can work with this. And then, um, I feel like too, and I think part of it is because I like put myself out there on Instagram and stuff, but I have gotten people that reach out to me and they're like, Hey, like I'm quitting Poshmark and I'm going to get rid of my closet. Like, do you want to buy it from me? And I can't tell you like how many times I've gotten messages like that. And I've never actually like jumped on it just because, um, like in terms of like buying out the whole closet, because one shipping, like, how are you going to get all that? Oh stuff to me, you know? Yeah. And a lot of times it's also like, does our like style match up and like someone just reached out to me the other day and it actually probably could have been really good but then knowing where she was at I was like you know there's actually like this other reselling person there and I think they're much more in need than I am and that way like we don't have to you know meet halfway or whatever like you should see if they want it first and if not you are so nice no I just I'm not like hurting for inventory either you know what I mean yeah. like, for me it's not my full-time income yeah. and I'm fully aware of that like mm -hmm. I am still getting paid my husband is still getting paid to like sit at home and mm -hmm. kind of do like a half version of like our full-time <laughs> yeah. and like, I'm totally aware of that and so 
I'm also like, I don't want to be too greedy and take inventory out of people's hands who like really need it, you know? So yeah, if my friends want to like drop stuff off, like I will take it, you know? Yeah. Um, but so, but that's, you know, if you really pay attention, even on like Instagram and stuff, and I bet there are like certain hashtags you could look at too, but just see even like who is out of the game, but has a bunch of stuff built up. Um, I did make one purchase on Posh because someone reached out to me and was like, I'm liquidating my closet. You know, you want to look through and see if you want anything. And I just kind of put a few stuff, you know, put a few things in a bundle and was like, what would you offer me? <laughs> and yeah. An amazing offer. So I bought it all. And then I'm keeping like two thirds of it because <laughs> it <didn't laughs> like this was not really sourcing. But, um, you know, I think there are a lot of people who are jumping ship right now. And it could be a really good time to just kind of mm-hmm. help out another fellow reseller while also getting some inventory. So. Yeah. Well, and I think people are jumping ship, but there's also a lot of people who have a lot of inventory and death piles. And I've seen so many. And if you're in the chat or if you guys are doing this, definitely leave your closet names down so people can sell. But I've seen a lot of like reseller boxes where they're selling Mm -hmm. um, inventory as well just to get rid of stuff. Um, Resale says, I've gotten a couple of good deals on buying out people's inventory, but I've definitely learned sometimes when people say I'll sell them super cheap, they mean $2 an item and others mean $12 an item. Yeah. And I've noticed that too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Jacob says, if you're negotiating closet buyouts, et cetera, with people on Instagram, entertain the idea of utilizing Macari for the listing and shipping. They have great rates in the 20 to 30 pound range. And I've actually. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, that is smart. Um, I'm not on Macari, but I have considered buying people's closets and opening up a Macari account <laughs> for that reason. Um, and then also Nextdoor, are you guys posting on Nextdoor? I've heard quite a few resellers posting, you know, for donations and stuff. I have heard of people doing that on like Facebook and stuff, asking mm-hmm. their friends. I haven't gone into that at all. Yeah. So. And I think our community is definitely like a lot of working people, a lot of like blue collar people. And I feel like with my closet and the brands that I tend to get, and you know, when we go to the Twin Cities, um, I just feel like that really wouldn't like mix that well. It's a lot of like brands I would say would do really well, like a Plato's Closet or like, you know, kind of like a teeny, like a teenager. Yeah. Um, themed closet but i feel like yeah you also would still kind of want it to match your style yeah like i wouldn't like just because it's free i don't want to get just like a ton of stuff that like i'm gonna sit on forever Mm -hmm. right yeah i feel too i actually like was looking at my next door app not because i was gonna post anything i mean i had kind of thought about it for like a second but then i was like "Eh, i don't know kind of for the same reasons you were saying but it was so funny because as i was looking through my next door app there was someone that was saying you know we just cleaned out our closet but like all of the thrift stores and places are closed. Like, does anyone know if there are any thrift stores that are open? And I saw someone else who was like, well, I'm a reseller. And if you want to give it to me, I was like, oh, like there are a lot of people that I knew about. Um, so yeah, I mean, definitely other people have already thought of that. I don't yeah. know, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I kind of the same thing. Like you don't know what you're going to get. Um, mm-hmm. Like with my friends, I like kind of trust them in the sense of like, even though I may not like every single thing, I like know them enough and like have seen, you know, them out and about and like in the clothes that they're wearing yeah. to know that mm-hmm. they're not just wearing like Walmart or something. Not that there's anything wrong with Walmart, but it doesn't sell for me. So. Yeah. 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 It's like, you know, um, so I need I, fancier I, I, friends I've learned. Out of all of this, I've learned I need fancier friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because one of my friends who um, they're like married and they have kids and the husband it has some sort of ridiculous like um job and maybe it's like radiology or something he makes a killing like 
Ooh. of killing. Radiologists. <laughs> yes. But they shop at like TJ Maxx, I learned after getting seven bags of clothes from them. Like they do not dress yeah. their tax bracket. And so I was yeah. just like, people, like you could be doing much better than this. But yeah, they have a really good retirement fund. Yeah. They do. They do. So my parents are doing. My mom is a strict J. Crew clearance woman. <laughs> <laughs> My grandpa was very well off, like self-made well off and stuff. And mm -hmm. you would never know it. He drove like a Honda and he was like, you should never know if you're rich. Like and he would pay for things in cash. So like, you knew he was rich that way. Um, but he was like, no, like you saved that, which is why I'm probably so thrifty and never want to mm -hmm. spend <laughs> I was always like brought up in the house where it was like, we're never going to give you anything. My parents were like, we'll give you a college education, a house and some food. Once you hit like 14, you get a job and start working and you want to buy any of this like extra crap that we're not going to pay for. Like that's on you. Oh, well you got a college education. That's more than I, I was like, really? You know what? I think on any day, the amount of debt that I have for mine. Yeah. I was yeah. like, you know what mom and dad, I will I'm very, very, very gladly accept that teaching degree over like some like stupid clothes at the mall that I'm going to grow out of in you know, two years. Yeah. See, every, anyway. I won't go yeah. All right. I am going to wrap it up um, for the sake of time. And I can hear my kids um, upstairs. As well. <laughs> <laughs> They're ready for bed. And I told them we can watch a show before bed. So. Oh. My daughter is five and she wants to be a baker. So we're watching like oh. a show. It's like, she, mom, I can win $10,000. I'm like, yeah, you're five. <laughs> but in five years, they accept you. I mean, yeah. right now, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll taste test all of it until then. Yeah, really. <laughs> Love that. Thank you guys so much for coming on. I'm going to um, leave the chat open up just for a second. If everybody on here wants to drop their closet names, shameless self-promotion as well. If you have sales going on, if you have a YouTube channel you're starting, if you're starting, I mean, keep it to reselling. Don't tell us about like <laughs> things not related, but definitely go ahead in the chat and leave all of your stuff out there as people watch us on the recording. Um, and then even people here as well, they can scroll through. Um, that goes for you guys as well. Your links are down below, but if there's anything else that you want to include, um, if you're having sales or you guys both have YouTube channels, definitely check out their YouTube channels. Um, but if there's anything else that you guys want to plug away before we wrap up, Thank you for having yeah. us. I don't really Thank have any I know. <laughs> thanks for inviting us. Oh, yeah, of course. Thanks so much for coming. I'm glad we got together. I like having other resellers and getting ideas, especially this one. Yeah. It, there's not one way that works for everybody. We all kind mm -hmm. of do something differently. So I think it was a really good conversation yeah. to have. Um, I'm going to go start my burner account. So <laughs> I know. Hey, I'm, like, I'm kind of thinking my leg, you know, ABC75. <laughs> There's going to be like 12 accounts that, you know, competing yeah. for the same name. Like, what if like Becky? <laughs> I know, right? Like you could just pick someone you don't like and be like, oh. <laughs> That's the way to do some damage. I'm gonna go with Becky and I'll be like, oh, your things are trash. Give it to me for free. <laughs> I'm gonna get that DM be like, you bullied me on Poshmark. And it'll be in people's Instagram stories the next day. Like, can you believe yeah. this girl was doing Yeah, boy. Oh. Oh boy. We oh, single-handedly started some <laughs> Tonight. Yeah. Oh well, thank you guys so much. If you are watching this in the recording, links for everyone's um, channels and Instagram and stuff is down below. 
Thank you so much for joining. If you like content for like this, make sure to subscribe and give a thumbs up on the way out. If you're watching on the recording, you can leave comments down below as well. And I will make sure that Becky and Ryan and Jack get them um, if it's for them. And then I can answer things as well if it's for me. Um, so have a wonderful night and I hope everyone is staying safe and sane in whatever capacity is best for you and your family. Thanks again. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. <laughs>